morning, North Shore. Happy Lundy Gras. It's Lundy Gras. Folks, we hope you had a great weekend. Uh, hope you've, Hopefully, if you're in the area here in Louisiana or the Mississippi Gulf Coast, you came down and you caught Orpheus, you caught Endymion, and... Hopefully yep. you didn't catch a pickup truck. Yes. Is it too soon? It's too soon. Sorry. Um, or, you know, all the earlier parades, Tuck, and what have you. Folks, it was a, it was a great weekend. Uh, you know, we do know that uh, during Endymion, there was that terrible accident uh, with that uh, 25-year-old uh, drunken driver. Thankfully, uh, from from what I've seen so far, is everybody's... Everybody has survived thus far, so we yeah. uh, can be very thankful for that. That's a, a really yeah. And if you if you're incident. not in the area, and uh, for our folks that are across the globe, uh, this 25 year old kid decided to get sloppy drunk, and also made a poor decision to drive his vehicle, and he ended up hitting another vehicle, running through some barricades, and uh, running over. About uh, 30 or so people. 30 or so people at the Endymion Parade. And luckily, and everybody was injured. They're, they were transported to the hospital. Uh, there haven't been any fatalities that we're aware of. But, I mean, in that group, folks, that's there's kids that go here. There's a four-year-old boy that was hospitalized because this guy made bad decision after bad decision. And, uh, you know, just don't be stupid. If you're going to get out and and drink, don't drive. Make good choices, especially when you're down at a festival full of people. If you don't know how to behave yourself and what your level is, bring a friend that can help you out. Have a designated driver. Call an Uber. Call a taxi. There is no shortage of public transportation here in New Orleans, in Louisiana, so handle your shit, people. Don't be stupid. Don't get out and threaten people's lives because you don't know how to party responsibly. It, it definitely put a uh, a dark crowd over a really, really tremendously fun, exciting event. So shame on him. If you're like that, you do that shit, shame on you. That's right. We want people who know how to party responsibly because we want to keep the party going. Now, outside of that, folks, it is Lundy Grawl. That is the day before Mardi Grawl, which is Fat Tuesday. Um, folks, so there's only a couple days left. Have, have we have we explained the history of uh, Mardi Gras and what why it falls on different dates and all that? Have we done that? Uh, yeah, yeah we've, we we've covered it, but it wouldn't hurt to maybe brush up on some people. Uh, but before we do that, I've got to talk about another sad happening um, here in, in the lounge here 1291 North Causeway Boulevard in Mandeville, Louisiana the Smoke Them If You Got Them Cigar Lounge and Briar Shop uh, we're missing a dear companion to our lounge it is our Zycar Dark Angel Torch Lighter uh, we have a couple of shop lighters here we have one of the great Quad Voltas we've got a good don't tread on me dual flame torch and then we have the little dark angel dual torch as well by Zycar and those are courtesy torches 
for our uh, for our members and patrons here at the lounge to use. And our Dark Angel has come up missing. Uh, we're going to put some pictures out on our Facebook and Instagram. If you see this lighter, it actually says shop lighter on it. Folks, please just, you know, don't try to apprehend the person that has the lighter. You know, just reach out to us. Let us know where you've seen it. And, uh, you know, if you think you can approach that person carefully, then just plead with them. Let them know that we really miss our shop lighter and we like it back safe at home. Um, we miss it. We care about it. So please, uh, if you're listening and you have the shop lighter, the Zycar Dark Angel shop lighter, you know, please give us a call. Let us know what your demands are. Uh, but I'm going to let you know. I'm not going to negotiate with you. I'll, I'll, I'll ransom this thing. I'll mail Gibson it for you. I'll flip it around. I'll put the ransom on you. So please, uh, just bring it in. You can anonymously drop it back off. You know, just like come in, get your cigars, sit down, and then just like set it back on the table like nothing ever happened. Enjoy your cigar and then walk out without the lighter. Um we're, uh, we're not looking to press charges on this, folks. We just want our shop lighter back. Uh, it's a dear member of the family here. It's special to us. Again, that's a Zycar Dark Angel. It says shop lighter on it. And if you're listening, shop lighter, if you can hear us, we miss you. We're coming for you. Just hang in there. We're going to find you. Vincenzo and Vito, we're, we're here for you. Uh, just be brave. Be brave. Keep lighting cigars until you make it back home. Uh, speaking of lighting cigars, I need to light mine again. Today I'm smoking the Profeta. If you've never tried one of the Profeta cigars, come into the lounge. Uh, you can reach out to other lounges. Uh, I know the Paladin Cigars in Fort Worth, Texas on South Holland Street. Great people there, Matthew and Aaron. Uh, they carry Profeta. Uh, I'm smoking a double Perfecto uh, Habano. That's a fine cigar. It's a Dominican binder filler. Great Ecuadorian wrapper. Uh, it's a smooth, medium-bodied cigar. Uh, but I love this double Perfecto because you, you got the dual bullet tips on this thing. and But it gets to a good 60 ring gauge in the middle. So it smokes smooth, draws easy. It's a flavorful cigar, and and it's just right for what I'm looking for early in the day when I'm starting out. But folks, uh, you know, write into us. We uh, we haven't heard from much of you this weekend. Hopefully, it's because uh, you've taken advantage of the beautiful weather. You've gotten out. Maybe you've gone camping, hiking. Uh, maybe you made it down to a beach somewhere or out to a crawfish boil. And you've had fun with your friends and family. Uh, but please write into us, podcast at smokeemifyougotem.com. Uh, send us your comments, your thoughts. Let us know where you're at, what you're smoking. Uh, we always appreciate hearing from folks. It, it lightens our day when we hear from you. And don't forget, you can also reach out to us. And call us at the shop, 985-629-4152. Or... You can reach us on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. 
Uh, if you go to our website, www.smokemifyougotem.com, you'll see the links to all those. Uh, like us, follow us, but uh, send us some pictures. Tell us where you're at, what you're doing, what you're smoking, and let's have some fun. Uh, did you uh, have some information about Lundy Graw? Uh, I did. I'm pulling something else up. Oh! Burning yourself. No, the cigar burnt me. I burnt the cigar and it burnt me back. That's fair play. All right. It's it's I, all right. Fair enough. Fair you enough. know that's kind of like a good. Uh, you know, no. if you've seen Fifty Shades of Grey, you understand the the relationship <laughs> between the the dominant and the submissive, and sometimes the dominant gets burned too, and that's what just happened here. I burned the cigar and I got residually burned myself. All right, so. Ooh, we need to turn this thing down. All right, so Lundy Gras uh, is a series of events that takes place on the Monday before Mardi Gras. Uh, Lundy Gras means Fat Monday. Um, uh, it, be, it began back in 1874, but Lundy Gras, the term Lundy Gras, wasn't really used until about 1987. Um, when it, it kind of just started back up again. Um, it includes the tradition of Rex, king of the New Orleans Carnival. And, the original uh, Rex, parade. Yep, Rex arrives by boat. Um, Everybody did in the 1800s, just so you know. Was that? Everybody arrived by boat in the 1800s. Well, specifically Rex. Okay. Specifically, that, well, specifically that's everybody what, arrived by boat in the 1800s. I'm sure somebody walked. It depends on where they're coming from. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's true. Okay. Uh, well, carry on. Go ahead. I, not, not to mess up the story. Uh, I, I don't know where I left off. Uh, he, he surprisingly arrived by boat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> shockingly, shockingly... Um, Let's see, in, uh, in 1874, 18 years after the beginning of modern carnival celebrations in New Orleans, um, uh, Rex chose to have a grand arrival in New Orleans from the Mississippi River. Once on dry land, Rex and his royal court were placed in carriages and driven through the streets to City Hall. Therein, the mayor and various city officials would present King with the keys to the city and proclaim the rule of Rex in his Mystical and temporary realm of carnival. Typically, proclamation decreed the beginning of Mardi Gras and Rex's reign at sunrise the following morning. Um, the Rex landing was a success and quickly became a treasured part of the carnival celebrations and was unique strictly to New Orleans. No other country or parish observed the Monday before um, Fat Tuesday. Before Fat Tuesday. Um, <coughs> The landing continued up until World War One, and uh, that stopped Carnival in New Orleans. But parades again returned to the streets two years later. The landing had fallen by the wayside, a seemingly casual, a seeming casualty of the war to end all wars and all that. Um, in 1971, the landing was recreated for one time only to celebrate Rex's continental or er, centennial. Sorry. I can't read today. Uh, in 1987, Rex 
Again, made a grand re revival on the riverfront at the foot of Canal Street. But now the phrase Lundy Gras attached to the event. And it included concerts and fireworks. Um, the King of Zulu Social Aid and Pleasure Club also participates in the modern version of the event. The mayor of New Orleans usually attends as well to salute the two carnival monarchs and turn over symbolic control of the city for the following day. Um, so that's that's a very uh, Wikipedia version of Lundy Gras. Yep, and Fat Tuesday, folks, if you're in the area, um, other than Rex, you've got, uh, you've got the Zulu Festival going on. Tomorrow we got the parade, the Zulu parade. Well, we have uh, uh, Orpheus today as well. Orpheus at 6 p.m. in uh, Uptown. Goes to from Uptown to the CBD. That's Harry Connick Jr.'s uh, Orpheus in Uptown. Uh, you also have Proteus at 5.15, um, also Uptown to the CBD. That's the central business district for those outside the area. Oh, look, the Iceman's here. Iceman Cometh. That's an, actually a good book, a real book. That's a real book. That is. Oh, the right. Iceman Cometh. Well, the more you know. We're here for you, folks. And uh, please bleep out the fact that he said son of a bitch. Nope. I will not bleep out the fact that the Iceman just said son of a bitch. Okay. All right. It well, stays. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Um so when you were out on Friday, tell us about your experience at the Covington Orpheus. Uh, that Orpheus was a lot of fun. The uh, Significantly tamer than uh, being down in the city. Um, Which is why a lot of folks here like it and enjoy it. Yes, it, it was a lot of fun though. Uh, it started at what, 7 o'clock, went till about just before 9 o'clock. Um, a lot of fun. We have some friends that were in the crew of Orpheus. Um, one of them, I, I was able to catch him. I did not recognize him as he was wearing a mask. And apparently nobody else on that float knows his name because I was asking for him. And they didn't know who he was. So, But at least you found him. You saw well, him. Yeah, he, he actually found me. And then he proceeded to dump an armload of beads onto me. And then I was attacked by children. That's why he yeah. did it, because he knew what was to ensue. Yes. He's like, this is going to be hilarious. Y'all watch this. Yes, but uh, it was good to see him. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we had uh, uh, a couple other folks that I was surprised to see were participating in that event. Not um, quite yet. I think the Iceman's a little confused today. Yes, the Iceman has brought hey man, us... It's not even Mardi Gras yet. That's all right. One one step at a time, but good looking out anyway. We're we got, we we're, we're well prepared. With, yes, we we have some work to do with this guy. Uh, the Iceman has brought us St. Patrick's Day derby hats, which is much appreciated. Uh, but yes, a little early for that. But uh, so yeah, Orpheus was fun. I'm glad you made it out to that. Um, Folks, I want to take a brief moment and talk about Icy Hot Medicated Micro Patches. 
I woke up this morning. I thought I had broken my arm in my sleep. I slept on it all kinds of wrong. And uh, it's been a struggle all morning to uh, get things happening and going. And so I am using the Icy Hot Medicated Micro Patch. And at the moment, it's it's making making a little difference. It's warming up. And we'll see how it helps as the day goes. Uh, Icy Hot is a fantastic product. I have used it many a times uh, <clears throat> in my uh, my journey of life, in my various injuries I've had along the years. Um, I actually really like they have the the roller one, which yeah. works fantastic. That's well, I, I use the uh, I use the BioFreeze. Okay, uh, which. I, I I like a little bit better than the the icy hot roller, but you can't beat these patches. Yeah, they're pretty special. Uh, so on Saturday, uh, headed out to Endymion um, with some friends and family. Will you throw that? I can't throw that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my my brother rides with the crew of Endymion. And uh, we were down there. Uh, we got down there earlier in the day. We hung around Harris for a minute. And I, I want to talk about the Joe Gambino Bakery. So right outside of Harris, they had a huge tent set up. And uh, the, the early parades came right down uh, there to South Peters and Chapatulis, right off a of canal and made the turn. So you were right there next to Harris. And uh, they also had a uh, the Guinness Book of Records was there, paired up with Crown Royal. They were making the largest uh, uh, Mardi Gras bead mural, oh. uh, and everybody could participate. They had had beads cut up there, and they had the the mural all graphed out, and they they were putting glue in different sections that they were wanting to to fill up at that time, and you could walk up and get a couple beads and go stick them on there. And so they uh, they let everybody participate in a Guinness Book Record mural. And then, of course, like I said, Crown Royal uh, had a live music out there, had a good little dance zone. But the Joe Gambino Bakery was donating king cakes and a bottle of water to anyone that donated beads. Now, they, they use those beads, uh, you know, they... They recycle them and uh, reuse them. Uh, you know, they, they do a lot of different things with the beads. But uh, so, and they had it where, I mean, I don't know if they dwindled down to just a pound of beads as the night went. But uh, what I loved about it was you're out there, especially if you're out there all day. Now, we were smart. We parked in the Harris garage we went inside and we played for a little bit just so we would have our free parking. And then we went out on the street side. So after each little parade, we would go over to the Joe Gambino section. We'd donate our beads and we'd get a couple king cakes and a couple bottles of water. And then we'd take them up to our car in the garage. And uh, we gave king cakes to some folks, but we also put them here in the lounge so people can have king cake for the next couple of days. And if you've not had a Joe Gambino Bakery king cake, 
Folks, they're delicious. They're perfectly moist. The icing on them is it's just right. Uh, we've got traditional. They were just giving out the traditionals, and it's it's delightful, folks. But I, I want to say a big thank you because what a great thing to do because there's so many tourists down there that have probably never tried a king cake. Uh, a lot of people catch beads that they have nothing else to do. And so instead of them just throwing them on the ground or just being wasteful with the beads, now they've been repurposed and they got a king cake for it. I think it was fantastic. Thank you. Uh, you folks, you can go on to at GambinosBakery.com and tell these folks thank you or order some king cakes from them while they still last. But great king cakes, great thing. It was awesome to see. Um but obviously, I mean, they gave away pallets and pallets worth of king cake. And then we uh, walked up Canal a ways because the uh, Endymion Parade made the turn at St. Charles. So we went up to Rampart, which is our lucky spot. We usually stand right there at, on Canal and Rampart. Uh, it just seems to be a good place for us. There's shops close by if we need anything. Uh, there's, you know, food nearby if we get hungry during the evening. Plus, there's a great tattoo shop right there next to the voodoo uh, shop. So, I mean, we, we were talking about popping in and getting a little ink work done while we were waiting on the parade. We didn't do it, but it's going to happen. Uh, but the Endymion Parade was fantastic. Kiss was there. Uh, uh, Gene and Paul uh, threw the horns up at us, stuck the tongue out. Uh, they were playing at the Endymion Ball later. Uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band was there. And then Florida. Florida, if you're listening or if anybody that's listening to this knows Florida, I gave you that cigar. I gave Florida a King Cask cigar. Uh, threw a business card with it, so hopefully they kept it. But I, it was a parade. I doubt they held on to the business card. But Florida... Anybody that knows them, anybody that posts to them, let them know that Vito from Smoke Em If You Got Em Cigar Lounge in Metairie is the guy that gave him that King Cast cigar. And I hope he enjoyed it. I hope he'll reach out to us and let us know how he enjoyed it. Um, or if he ended up giving it to one of his crew, if he doesn't smoke cigars, uh, that's fine. Have them write into us. But uh, uh, we were happy to see you there, Florida. Uh, keep on rocking, buddy. Keep on putting out the good music. He, his his team on that float was having a sincere good time, and uh, the the float was stopped for a little bit uh, right near us, and they they were leaning over the side, letting people take pictures with them. They were in the spirit, and we appreciate that because a lot of times you see these celebrities on these floats, and you know they just kind of do the wave at you, and they may toss a few beads. Uh, and, and you don't get any opportunities to take any pictures with them. Uh, so we appreciate it when we see the celebrities that get into the spirit and realize they're there for the crowds. And uh, so thank you. But hopefully you enjoyed that cigar. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's always the, nice to see when uh, people are really, really getting into it because, you know, you get a lot of folks from out of town who don't. They come down here to watch it, but they're they're just not having the as good of a time as they can. You just got to get in the spirit, embrace it, and have a blast. So yes. I'm, I'm glad to hear that uh, he was in the spirit and, and really having a good time. Yeah, I, I don't think any of us made it down for Bacchus yesterday. 
which was unfortunate. Uh, and uh, if any of you watched the Oscars last night, I did not. I never do uh, because they, they over-politicize it, uh, which underscores all the good movies. And uh, I don't care who they get, Jimmy Kimmel or otherwise, they can't just stick to talking about the movies and telling some good wholesome jokes. They always have to make it political. And I got to tell you, folks, I love movies. And I like knowing that some of the movies I liked won awards, or, you know. But you guys in Hollywood, y'all got to stop it. Leave the politics to the politicians. You know, I personally don't need your endorsement of anybody other than your work and the people you work with. I would rather you get up there and talk about all the people that helped make your movie great. The writers, the music people, all the people behind the scenes. Why don't you get up there and talk about them for four hours instead of the politicians that we can all see on the news every night? How about we try that next year for the Oscars and all these award shows? Why don't you talk about that person that's working three or four jobs but also works in your studio to bust ass to maybe one day have a career of their own. Give that person a shout out. Give them some glory and stop talking about the damn politicians. Yeah. That's I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Let's see if y'all can't pay attention and do that. Um you know, keep putting out good movies. But talk about what you do. Don't talk about what other people are doing. How's your profeta? It's good. It's good. It's putting out a lot of smoke. I, I'm enjoying it's it. It's a cigar. It tends to do that. Well, you know, some some put out more smoke than others and, and whatever. You know what? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, the, the, the bigger cigars put out a lot of smoke. The smaller cigars put out a little smoke. Yeah. And this not being a bigger cigar puts out a lot of smoke. You know what? You can just... I don't know. It's Monday, Monday. <laughs> oh, you best, yeah. Let me see if I can find a Monday song. I'll put it on. Just another manic Monday. Ooh. Uh, I don't, I don't. Not think. like no. Sunday. <laughs> That's my fun day. Just another manic Monday. I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing today. No, there's no editing on that. If Folks, if you did not hear me sing Manic Monday from the Bengals, then you know that it was edited out. I want you to write in to podcast at smokemifyougotem.com and give the proper middle finger to Vincenzo for editing out. We don't edit this show. No, we do very, very little editing, usually just to add some music and leap out some of Ross but uh, I want to talk about some good news uh, um, if uh, hopefully my family listens to this podcast if they don't if you know one of my family members then uh, punch them in the nose if they don't listen to my podcast and I'm not punching your family in the nose well the family that you know listens to the podcast but oh, well, any okay. of my other family members, uh, punch them in the nose if they're not listening to the podcast. <clears throat> and you can tell them Vito sent the punch. 
you know, not like hard. Don't like break their nose. Just like that little, you know, like when you you hit your elbow, your funny bone, and it hurts like hell, but it's kind of slightly funny and it goes way fast. That's the kind of punch I'm talking about. Um, but hopefully, my my brother and uh, his wife and his good buddy Jeff from Virginia and Jeff's wife Cheyenne are supposed to be stopping in uh, to see the lounge before they head back out. They're going to a crawfish boil with Jeff's family. Uh, Jeff runs the Cooper's Hawk Winery and Restaurants up in Virginia, Ashburn, Virginia, if if I'm correct. Um, Great restaurant, folks. I I spent some time with the company before I, I got out of the industry to open the Cigar Lounge. If you're in Virginia... Please go by, check the food out, uh, show some love to Jeff. He's a great guy. He works hard. His team works hard. And they, they're going to make some fantastic food for you if you go by the Cooper's Hawk Winery and Restaurants up in Virginia. But uh, we want to give a big congratulations to my brother and his wife. They are expecting their first child. Um, we're so excited uh, because there's the three of us. My sister has her three boys. My wife and I had our son uh, a little over two years ago. And uh, so now my brother, the baby in the family, uh, he's expecting his first child. So congratulations to them, Kenny and Brooke. We're, we're happy for you. We're proud of you. That's awesome. Uh, we're glad you figured out how that system worked and you got it right. <laughs> uh, furthermore... Um, I know the consensus in the family is uh, everybody's ready for the girl. We've we've had a run. My my mother, it was all girls. There were six girls in the house, and you know they all the sisters they had a mix. We've got some boys. In fact, my my aunt Ellen uh, had four girls. My aunt Lucy had a girl. My aunt Louise had. Uh, one boy, one girl. Kathleen had a son. Aurora had a son. And my mom had a daughter and two boys. So we got kind of the mix there with all the cousins and so forth. And uh, obviously we've populated from there. The family tree keeps growing, thank goodness. Uh, but as far as for my mom and dad, they've got four grand grandsons. And so I think we're we're waiting for the granddaughter to come. And we figure Kenny and Brooke will will have a girl uh, because that would just be fitting for the little princess to finally come into our lives here in, in our family. And she's got four older uh, male cousins that will protect her and make sure that she's safe. But at the same time, I hope all my nephews and my son realize that if Kenny and Brooke do have a little girl, uh, she is going to rule the roost, and you guys will be at her beck and call. And uh, that's okay. You know, we, we had fun in my family. I had older girl cousins and younger girl cousins. And uh, you know what? It was it was fun being a part of my family growing up. Uh, the bigger the family, the better. Uh, so, again, congratulations to Kenny and Brooke. We're so proud of you. We can't wait. Uh, and uh, yeah so if if, uh, you know Kenny or Brooke send out a congratulations to them on Facebook and Instagram 
Uh, we're we're waiting for the gender reveal, which should be coming soon. <laughs> it sounds like I have a phone call. Sounds like somebody's wanting to talk to me. But uh, anyhow, I'll call them back in a moment when we're done with the podcast. So, folks, please get out. Come into the lounge today, 1291 North Causeway Boulevard in Mandeville, Louisiana, because uh, we will be closed tomorrow for Fat Tuesday. Uh, and we'll be open again regular hours on Wednesday. So come out, check us out, uh, but write into us, let us know where you're at, what you're smoking, what you're doing. But as always, folks, smoke them if you got them.